Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, welcome back to the golf show. I'm Mike DeDorch, and as the little promo said, we got something for you. I have um, as my guest, the first guest of the morning is um, uh, a guy I call a friend. He is the president of Pinehurst Resort. Uh, and welcome, Tom Pasley. Thanks for coming on the air with me this morning. It is a pleasure, Mike, to be with you. And as you know, it was a big week here in Pinehurst. It's uh, as we say, it's always a beautiful day in Pinehurst, but this week it was really special. Now, I've, I've alluded to it a little bit, and, and we'll talk more specifics um, as we go along here. Um, this has been in the works for a little while, right? This just didn't happen over a course of a month or something. <laughs> right. No, the, you know, the first USGA championship that was ever played at Pinehurst was in 1962, our first U.S. amateur. But then a lot of people don't realize that the 1999 Open that Payne Stewart won was the first time Pinehurst had hosted a U.S. Open. And so these these types of things build over a period of years once, once a golf course, you know, is established as a championship caliber course, but there's a lot of other factors that'll go into play. But no, it's been it's been in the works for quite some time, and uh, it's it's nice to know that we've got three decades of, of future U.S. Opens coming to Pinehurst. And the the part of this um, announcement was that the USGA was going to move. Um, some of its operations to Pinehurst, uh, testing center, um, what all else will be involved with that? Yeah, so so the you know golf ball testing and club testing that, that is required now for all clubs will happen right here in the village of Pinehurst on the Pinehurst Resort campus, which is going to be really exciting. Um, but they, they will also have a welcome center, a visitor center museum experience, so They've got the largest collection of golf artifacts, I believe, in the world in their headquarters in Liberty Corner, New Jersey. But as many people don't get up there as get to Pinehurst, so they're going to have a wonderful museum experience where people will get to see some of the best artifacts in golf. They're also going to have, uh, I believe, their their green section agronomy research people will be relocating here, and, and they'll be doing a lot of turf grass research that not only benefits golf courses but but sports fields all over the world um and so it's it reminds me of 
of the way St. Andrews with the RNA and the old course kind of blend together to celebrate the game of golf. You'll have our governing body that'll be doing testing. They'll be exhibiting artifacts. You'll have Piners number two that'll be hosting national championships. It really does remind me a lot of, of what happens in St. Andrews. And isn't that ironic because, um, you know, St. Andrews is, is known as the home of golf and Pinehurst is known as the American home of golf. Um, and don't you guys, at one point, didn't you exchange, um, I don't know if on a regular basis, and this, this story isn't as clear as it used to be, but didn't you exchange sand from, uh, from bunkers with each other every year? It's a great memory, Mike. We did that one year. They took sand from the road hole bunker at St. Andrews, which is the 17th hole there, um, and they brought some of that sand to Piners, put it in our 18th hole bunker on course number two, uh, and I think that was a ceremony we did in advance of, of the 2005 U.S. Open Championship. So it was a blending of, of shared DNA, if you will. Yeah. Um you guys, as a result of uh, of this, you'll have U.S. Opens in 2029, 2035, 2041, and 2047, which I don't even want to think that far ahead. But um, you have become the first of, of uh, I guess, what they're calling as an anchor course for U.S. Opens down the road, correct? Right. Anchor site is what they're calling it. And and as I heard them speak to the concept, uh, it makes a lot of sense in terms of from a from a player's perspective and a viewer's perspective, a fan. Um, you know, you build familiarity with, with courses the more you get a chance to see them and you get to anticipate, you know, the players getting to, for the Masters, Amen Corner or whatever it is. And so – when you go to different venues all the time, people don't get to have that experience. So one of the desired outcomes, I think, is for people to be able to identify a little bit better with with uh, what's happening at a specific venue. Um, so going to going to fewer places more frequently is definitely part of the strategy. It w- it wasn't announced because um, they didn't want to take away from Pinehurst at all. But I got to believe that there's a course. Uh, that's not too far from where I am right now that's going to be on that list as well. Uh, that, that's part of the fun of this now. <laughs> you, uh, you danced around that very nicely. I, I, that, was, that was good work. Um, what kind of reaction um, has this gotten, you know, in, in Pinehurst and – and I guess in around the region, this is a this is a big financial thing as well for Pinehurst, right? Was Tom there? Well, how about that? We're having a lovely conversation, and all of a sudden, we lost him. But uh, producer Matt is going to uh, get him back. But, you know, they, they have to be just absolutely thrilled um, to have this at Pinehurst because what he's describing is what has happened with 
the Masters over the years. You know, welcome back, Tom. I don't know where you went, but we're glad to have you back. I'm sorry about that. Yes. So what's been your reaction, you know, in the village, uh, around the, the region? I mean, this is a big boon for the region as well, right? It is. It, it's it's great you know, for the region. It's great for our town. You know, Pinehurst is a it's a village of fifteen thousand people, but they're golf advocates, golf fanatics, and so you know, having knowing that you're going to have a U.S. Open to attend every five to six years uh, is is a lot of fun for those folks. I think it's neat that you know every every Open you you have a different generation of a winner, so every generation in golf is going to have a, a champion that they can relate to. Um, the state, you know, it's it's not just when an when an event is held in Pinehurst, it's different. It, it's the whole state of North Carolina supports it. If it were to be held in one of our big cities, it tends to become a city event. But when mm-hmm. when a championship is held in Pinehurst, uh, everyone in the state gets excited. And it, and it's not just about Pinehurst Resort, Mike. The USJ is committed to host championships at at Pine Needles, which has hosted a number of women's opens. Uh, and they, they've committed to host their national championships all across our state. So, yeah, the whole state seems very excited about it. Well, I'm not quite sure if they're not, why they're not, but um, <laughs> this is, this is uh, you know, just, just spectacular news. Um, let me just go off that subject for a minute. And what we have experienced here in western Pennsylvania and probably throughout the region is there was that pent-up interest that kept growing each week when golf was not permitted to be played here. Everybody knew it, that once the golf courses got open, it was going to be crazy, and getting a tee time was going to be crazy, and it was. Uh, Our golf courses have been jammed, and that's continued now for – Three months, I guess. How was it in North Carolina and at Pinehurst specifically? Did did you get that feeling that once you got the go ahead, it was going to be crazy? Yeah, it's it's been it's been phenomenal. Uh, it's been you know weird, but but the participation has been very strong. What happened in here? We we never closed golf. We were fortunate the golf was able to remain open throughout. Um, and for the first early on in March and April, we closed our hotels, the Carolina, the Holly, the Manor. So there, there weren't a lot of folks necessarily here. Uh, so our members of Piners Country Club were having, you know, the best spring. The weather was great. The conditioning was wonderful. So the members were playing a lot of golf. But then when, when we reopened the hotels in mid-May, uh, unbelievable uh, pent-up demand, as you put it, of folks showing up and, and the protocols are all in place, single rider carts, no rakes, don't touch the flagstick, all that stuff was in effect. So people were able to feel safe when they returned. And for the months of June and July, our rounds are up 20% over prior year and prior year was, was kind of a record year. So it's been great to see so many folks coming out and enjoying golf and enjoying the outdoors. Yeah, it's, it's been that way here every, you know, everywhere basically. Um, and you, you you feel bad for the municipal courses and the, and the you know public uh, courses because they lost March and April 
in, into May as well. But they have they have rebounded. Uh, the people really like their golf, and um, they've they've been playing it ever since. So so that's great, and hopefully that'll keep some of these smaller places open. Yeah, there's just, there's just so many dynamics I think that have played into it, and uh, and you know my my kids play travel sports, and they've not had the opportunity to do that you know throughout the spring yeah. and the summer, so. So that has, has allowed my son, who never really was into golf, to pick up golf now. And so instead of – and trust me, I love going to his sports games, but instead of us being, you know, sitting on a soccer field somewhere in in a town that is not familiar to us, now we're out playing the cradle at Pinehurst on Saturday. So, yeah. so there's a lot of dynamic to play, but it's been great to see. Well, it's um, been great to talk to you this morning, um, that's great news for Pinehurst and the surrounding area, and um, we wish you luck. And you know, we'll be enjoying watching the U.S. Open there, you know, down through the years. And I, I continue to say I'm going to come down and see you, and uh, one of these days I'm going to do that. Can't wait for that to happen. Thanks so much for letting us tell the story. It really was a great week for us, and has uh, set us up, like I said, for three three more decades of U.S. Open championships in Pinehurst. Well, thanks, Tom. Always a pleasure to talk to you, and um, we'll be in touch down the road. All the best. Thank you, Mike. All right, Tom. That's Tom Pashley, the uh, president of Pinehurst Resort. Resort, um, And that place is now set up to be in the national eye, you know, under the scrutiny of uh, the U.S. Open, and, and um, it's a very cool place, and it's getting bigger and bigger all the time. All right, it's time to take our next break, um, take a 2020 sports update, and when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about local golf, and we'll talk to a winner of um, one of the West Bend Golf Association events this week, and we'll do that right after this break. You're listening to the Golf Show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan.